the European car industry has been left reeling after Volkswagen admitted this week to cheating on US emissions tests, triggering two days of near 20% share price falls and calls for a broader inquiry into the automotive sector, as VW set aside 6.5 billion euros to deal with a scandal affecting some 11 million vehicles worldwide. One analyst called it the car industry's LIBOR moment. I'm Matthew Vincent from the FT, and I'm joined by our motor industry correspondent, Andy Sharman, to discuss the impact of this. Andy, this scandal is huge. It's pretty big. Like you say, it has the potential to spiral and become the industry's LIBOR moment. VW's accused of installing these defeat devices in its cars, which, according to the Environmental Protection Agency in the US, detected when the cars were undergoing laboratory tests for fuel economy and, more importantly, nitrogen oxide emissions. Now, the allegation is that this software instructed the cars to run their emission controls on full when they were in the lab, but then once out on the road they would turn these off and the drivers would experience great fuel economy while driving under what is now thought to be an illusion of green living. So these sound like very devious devices that can tell when it's a test and not just ordinarily driving along the road. I mean, how exactly does software like that work? It's a particularly dark art. I mean, it's been suspected by campaign groups for a while, but it's been quite difficult to prove. We don't know exactly how the defeat device worked in this instance. The EPA has said that it's basically based on various inputs, which can include the steering wheel's position or the vehicle speed or the air pressure. These laboratory tests follow a certain cycle whereby the car accelerates to a certain level, then decelerates, then accelerates again. And the suspicion is that it's possible for software to detect those cycles and basically come to the conclusion that, right, I'm being tested, turn on the emissions controls. You mentioned the EPA then. That's the that's the US uh, body that basically found out exactly what VW was doing. Yeah, and they had some help. So there was a research group called the International Council on Clean Transportation, which has been carrying out tests of cars in Europe for some time. They got in touch with researchers at the University of West Virginia and these two contacted the California Air Resources Board, which carried out a special test to try and detect exactly what VW was up to. And this specially designed test that the CARB carried out effectively found out the defeat device's logic. The defeat device being this thing that that tells whether it's a test or not. I mean, Why on earth would VW do this? The reputational risk, as we've seen with the reaction in the share price, enormous. Yeah, quite. And who knows what the potential ramifications are of this? I mean, it's still very much a moving story. But the suspicion is that it was partly because of VW's relatively weak position in the US. I mean, it's dominant in Europe. It sells one in every four vehicles. But in the US, it's much more of a niche player. And it's had well-documented struggles to try and gain share in that market. And so perhaps they tried to pitch to US consumers that they could have great fuel economy and the drivability that diesel is known for, which diesel has never been as popular in the US as it is in Europe. So US drivers could have these great benefits, but they would also be choosing a green option if these nitrogen oxide emissions were as low as as VW was saying they were. And, of course, VW also needed to be competitive with hybrids, which are very popular in the US and offer 
good fuel economy. So it was potentially a case of trying to push it too hard in the US market. But the big question, in my mind, certainly, and surely in the, in the minds of shareholders, is is VW alone? Are other companies doing this? Has it happened before? The point is that the big gap between laboratory test results for fuel economy and emissions of nitrogen oxides, and then how these cars perform out on the road, the big gap has been well documented by campaign groups for some time. And it's always been blamed on sort of hopelessly outdated testing regimes, at least in Europe, that allows car makers to get away with certain tricks. The US has been reasonably active on this of late. And in November, there was a case where Hyundai and Kia had been overstating the mileage capability of their cars and settled for $300 million. A closer parallel to the VW case is an example in 1998, when several heavy duty diesel truck makers settled with the EPA for about $80 million, which was then the largest civil penalty ever for violation of environmental law. But clearly, I mean, the the VW case is the most high profile and I think for many people, probably the most sinister. Could there be others? Have any other companies commented on this? The companies have been fairly quick to come out and say they don't have any similar software devices on their vehicles. But climate campaigners, again, are saying, look, we've been getting these results across the board. It's not just VW cars that have been performing much worse out in the real world. So perhaps you ought to look at this. And I think some regulators and policymakers are listening, ordering or at least calling for industry-wide investigations. There are potentially further ramifications for diesel as a fuel option in Europe. Policymakers have been ramping up the rhetoric on the danger that nitrogen oxides pose in terms of air quality. There have been successive studies highlighting the number of premature deaths caused by these pollutants. So it's hard to see that the demonization of diesel, as the industry calls it, won't continue. And the other question is consumers. I mean, consumers will be asking, well, what does this mean for me? I mean, should I be buying a diesel car? Should I take my VW to a dealership because of this problem? These are all questions that are going to have to be resolved in the coming days and weeks and presumably months. So what are the ramifications of this for VW to start with? Well, for VW, it's certainly come at a terrible time. It's trying to battle a sales slowdown in China, which accounts for a very high proportion of its operating profits. At the same time, it's trying to revive its US business in the market where this flare-up with the EPA has happened. And it's going to face significant reputational headwinds, not only there, but across the world as this scandal escalates. In terms of the management, I mean, it has a new chairman due to be formally appointed in November. So there is upheaval there. But I mean, I think the focus is all on Martin Vinterkorn, the CEO. We wait to see what fate awaits him. I mean, he was due to have his contract extended on Friday. Whether that will happen now is unclear. And I think given the share price falls over the past two days, it's going to be very hard for him to cling on to his position. Yes, we'll wait wait for Friday and see if it is a case of taxi for Mr. Vinterkorn. Taxi, low emission taxi, of course, hybrid. Andy, thank you very much indeed. And for the latest on VW and the emission scandal, do visit ft.com forward slash cars. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corian provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.